as we uh, as we go into this children's Sunday, uh, we uh, we hope that uh, we hope that you will understand the value of of children in our lives. Uh, when when we begin to think about the scripture, I want us to go to Genesis chapter one and verse twenty eight. In Genesis 1 and 28, uh, we find a somewhat familiar verse of Scripture, to, mo- to many of us anyway. Genesis 1, 28, and this is the New King, New King James wording. says, God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. God gave this commandment to his creation, man, and he said, be fruitful and multiply. For you young couples, having children is a great thing. It's in keeping the word of God, actually. Now, of course, do it in the right manner, but it's a, it's a, it's a great thing. And speaking to you from the heart of a pastor, I think it's one of the most tremendous means of church growth that you can have, okay? It's, to, it's to have children and bring children into the world. This morning, I want to uh, preach to you a little bit about uh, fearfully and wonderfully made in this in this day of dedication. And as we go into that word that I've read to you, I want you to know childbearing and child rearing are two of the oldest commandments God has given to humanity. Two of the oldest ones. Having children is not merely a command, but having children is a privilege. Now, for those of you, those younger parents in the room, those younger parents in the room, let me say this. Being parents to your children are a whole lot easier when they're younger than it is when they become adults. If you don't believe it, ask your mom and dad, okay? Okay? You never get done raising your children, okay? Uh, you see, the important thing about having children and, and growing families is really in one sense of thinking about it, we're not just having children. You know, when, when my dad's generation and uh, my wife's dad, uh, you know, bless his heart, he turned 91 last week or week before last, and he was one of 17 children. And my dad was one of eight. And, uh, lots of, lots of times children were, had mainly, lots of times to run the farm, to keep things going. Maybe keep the business going or whatever it is. But even beyond that, having children, you didn't realize when we have children, when you younger people have children, what you are doing, you are increasing the kingdom of God. It's more worshipers of God if we do our jobs Correctly, as parents and grandparents and, and church family, if we do what we do, what we're doing, we're not only birthing children, but we're birthing more worshipers of God that can praise Him. And that's why I like this morning bringing these kids out to sing a song. And even though they were more intrigued with the microphone than being in front of people than they were worshiping, we're still indoctrinating them and we're training them. You see, children are special delivery from God. Uh, I've heard people say, and I've read things about telling children that they were accidents. 
Let me tell you, there's no accidents with God. Sometimes there's there there are things there 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 are births that that uh, and pregnancies that were unintended and unintentional. I realize and know that, but let me tell you something. I don't. It doesn't matter how old you are in this room today. You are no accident. You are no accident. You're no happenstance. For whatever reason that 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 things happened the way they did, I can't explain. But there are no accidents with God. There are no no mishaps with God. You are not an accident. Sometimes there's wrong choices, but a life is never a mistake. And let me take this moment to hear and announce to you whether you have uh, realized it or not. But at Voice of Praise Worship Center, we are pro-life. I believe every life is valuable and it starts at the moment of conception in the womb. And we stand with those mothers that choose to choose life. And uh, I'll tell you more about some things we've got going on along that line before we leave this morning. But no child is an accident. In fact... When you read Psalms chapter, uh, or chapter 127 or Psalm 127, the Bible says children are a gift from God. They're a gift from the Lord. They are a reward for Him. So children are a blessing. They are a reward to the Lord. And then I want you to know that Jesus also values children. Jesus values children. And if Jesus values something, then why shouldn't we? We read this story very, very again, a very familiar passage of Scripture. And we read the story about some children were brought to, brought to Jesus so He could lay His hands on them and pray for them. But the disciples told them not to bother Jesus. But Jesus said, let the children come to Me. Don't stop them! For the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. And He put His hands on their heads and He blessed them before He left. I want you to know this. Children possess a blind faith that that you uh, you and I as adults in the room that we have lost or we lack. Children have a blind faith. Children can believe God for things when you and I struggle with it. Children can 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 hear about the the stories as we call them or the accounts of Scripture in the Bible, even the simple ones like Noah and the ark and Jonah and the well. And, and they, they just have a young faith that's not been interrupted and not been defiled. And they believe those things where sometimes you and I struggle and we try to reason things out. Children have an uncanny, uncanny ability to be able to forgive one another. Did you know that? I remember, uh, our next door neighbor when, when we were all kids, my next door neighbor and, uh, and, uh, pray for him. His name is JD. And JD right now is battling cancer. And, but I remember JD and I, now I know none of you all ever had this happen when you were kids, but JD and I could have some of the awfulest fights there ever was when we were kids. I mean, we would throw our Tonka trucks at each other and we would throw sand in each other's face and all like that. And we would be fine as long as our moms didn't get involved. Okay? Because we'd make up five minutes later, we'd be back to playing in the sandbox and you know with their Tonka trucks. But when moms got involved, then sometimes it didn't go as smoothly. But, but here's what I'm saying to you is this. Children have the uncanny ability to forgive one another. Children are full of mercy and grace. And Jesus said, unless you become like one of these children, you, you won't see the kingdom of God. 
So sometimes it's good to be childish or childlike. So, guys, when your wife tells you you're so childish, next time she tells you you're being so childish, just say, well, praise the Lord. I'm being Christ-like, you know. You know. Uh, so, so we find ourselves that, that it's the uncanny ability that kids have to forgive one another. And today is about dedicating those children to the service of the Lord. But I want you to know this. This morning's service is more than just about the kids. Because this morning's service, if you would, is also about the parents, the guardians, the grandparents... Uh, you know, there's, there's an old adage that says it takes a village to raise a child. It doesn't only take a village, but it takes a family, and it also takes a church to raise a child. Okay? It really does. It really does. And, and when you listen to the instruction that the Lord gave when we go to Deuteronomy chapter 6, listen what the Lord says about that. He says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. These commandments I give you today are to be upon your hearts. Verse 7. Impress them on your children. That, that means imprint them in to the lives of your children. So this today, this morning, is not only about dedicating children, but it's also about a charge of responsibility that comes to parents and grandparents and guardians and aunts and uncles and, and good friends and church members. It's about, he says, impress them on your children. Listen to this. Talk about them when you sit at home. Or when you walk along on the road. Now not too many of us sit at home anymore in the world that we live in. But maybe we need to take time to do that. Maybe we need to take time. Uh, I, I, uh, a friend of mine shared a, uh, shared a, uh, a meme on Facebook this week and I started to reshare it, but I refrained. But, but, but it was a pastor from down in Raleigh, North Carolina and he dealt with that, that parents, one of the greatest injustices that you can do for your children is to let them sit in church and play on video games the whole time church is going on. Yeah, you know, we, we, we should be impressing our children. We should be, uh, engaging our children. Talk about when you sit at home. Talk about it when you walk around along the road and when you lie down and when you get up. In other, in other words, parents, guardians, grandmas, grandpas, and churches, we are, we should be, and hopefully we are indoctrinating our children with the Word of God and the things of God. So today's not just about the children, but today's about the parents especially and others of the household. He said, tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads and write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. Let me tell you something. Long before there was ever a church, there was a home. Long before there was ever a church, there was a home. Adam and Eve were the first institutions of a home. Before there was a church, there was a home. Before there were schools, there was a home. 
And the institution wherein we teach and, 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 and instruct our children in the ways of the Lord, it doesn't primarily happen at church. And it definitely doesn't happen in public school anymore. But the place where it all begins and the larger part of the responsibility is the home. Is the home. That's where we teach our sons and daughters and our grandkids about the things of the Lord. Be committed to teach your children. If you are... Moms and dads, if you will be that committed example, be concerned. We're so oftentimes concerned about the future of our kids. Now listen, my grandkids are steeped in sports, especially my grandson now. Sports has become an idol god of America. And I'm not against sports. I love them. I love watching, love watching my son play. I love watching my grandkids play sports. Don't misunderstand me. But, but, but do you realize this? That there is a very, only a very, very small, very minute chance that any of our children, any of your children will end up being a pro athlete. Now when they're out there playing little league ball, little league football, little league baseball, little league volleyball, little league soccer, whatever it is, we, we think all of our kids are superstars. We really do. But do you realize there's a very little chance that your child will ever make it in professional sports? But there is a 100% chance that your child will stand before the Lord God Almighty someday and give account for their lives. Make sure that when they stand, they stand well. So to, today, i got to hurry up, we have a threefold covenant. The first covenant, if you would, is that between parents and guardians and with God. The second covenant is a covenant of parents and guardians to your children. You're making a commitment to your children. Commitment to God, commitment to the children. And then it's a covenant of support from the family, whether it's your, your natural family or your church family. A covenant of support by your parents and your family. Those are the three covenants that we're believing for this morning. Those are the things that we're observing as we go into this, this commitment service today. Now, this morning we have five candidates. In which we have these uh, candidates, and, and I'm, I'm going to use the word sponsors, which is all of the family. And however many wants to come with them, I want you to uh, look at me right now. I want you to, uh, all of these candidates, actually I want you to step forward right now. If you would step forward, and I'll, I'll try to be as hasty as I can with this and expeditious. But the candidates, the ch- children and the sponsors... Of the children, if you'll come on up. And family, this is a good time for you to come on up with them. But at these five candidates this morning, I have some questions of the sponsors. And you all can come on up and stretch out across the front here. You don't have to. Come on up closer, closer, closer. Closer families. We need one, one, one. We got three families, so one can come right in the middle. And then two on each side would be great. Okay. Now, families, I want you to look at me just a minute. I want to ask you a question. I want you to make me a promise. Do you promise to teach your children in word and examples the principles that have been set forth in the Holy Scripture that we refer to as the Bible? Judy and Roy, do you all commit to that? 
Chase and Haley, do you all commit to that today? Remind me your name. Allison. All right. Do you commit to that? as mom. The second thing I want to ask you is, do you promise to teach these children in word and by example the principles that are set forth in the Bible? Do you commit to rear or to raise these children under the leadership and the influence of the Holy Spirit? You commit to that? You commit to that? Okay. So we want to take time now and um, to anoint and pray for each one of these children this morning. As we start, we're going to start with Miss Avery. Elizabeth Christian. I'm not going to hold Avery because I'm scared. Okay? She is so, so tiny. But you know, two of these, two of these babies were considered, I guess, preemie, right? So, so Miss, 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 Miss Avery was one of our, of our preemies. And we're, we're, we're going to anoint her and we are going to anoint you as well, Mom. And let me let me say one thing to you all today. What we're what we're doing today does not secure salvation for these children. It's dedicating them to the Lord's service, and it's dedicating the parents, the guardians, to the Lord's service. But there will come a point in time when these children will reach an age of accountability. Or they will have to make a decision for the Lord Jesus Christ themselves. But in the meantime, we are dependent upon the Lord to take care of them and to watch out over them. Amen. Amen. So this morning, and I'm going to anoint you all as representatives of the family because you all are, you are helping. We are. You all are helping. Father, as we dedicate Miss Avery to the Lord, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that in, in even adversity, Lord, of her early arrival, Lord, you've taken care of her and you blessed her. And Lord, you have just ministered to her life. Lord, we pray for her and her mother, Lord, that you will just touch and meet the needs, Lord God, in their lives. Today, Lord, we, we place her in your hands, Lord, in, in your care, Lord. And we believe today as we dedicate her unto you that you're giving care and, and just taking care of her in even remarkable ways, Lord. You've already blessed her, Lord. We know your hand has been upon her, Lord, as you watched out over her coming to this world early. But God, you're going to continue to bless her. Lord, we just pray that today, Lord, that she, Lord, when she comes into age, Lord, that she will surrender her heart and life to you. And Lord, maybe she'll be a missionary. Or maybe she'll be a uh, teacher of the gospel or a, a singer, Lord, of praise and worship. But, Lord, whatever you call her to do, we believe, Lord, that you are doing so, Lord God. Lord, and with the kingdom of God in mind and your blessing and working in her life. And we pray for the family, Lord, and the extended family, God. We believe that, Lord, that you are strengthening them as they strengthen her. And, Lord Jesus, you're fulfilling every need in in little Avery's life. In Jesus' name we pray.
Amen. And amen. Amen. Can you give Avery a hand of praise? Now, our, our next candidate is Mr. Wyatt. And Mr. Wyatt, he is five, right? Mr. White's five and got the coolest hair in the world. I love, you know, and, and Mr. Okay. Okay. See that? Touch it. That's a little bit of oil. And we, we're just anointing you with oil symbolic of the Holy Spirit. And we just believe today, Mr. White, that the Lord's hand is upon you. You love Jesus? Yeah. You do? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good. Father, as we lay our hands on Wyatt, Lord, we dedicate him unto the Lord. We believe, Lord, that he, Lord, could grow up to be a preacher of the gospel, a singer. Lord, he could be a missionary as well. He could, Lord, just be a person, Lord, to to go throughout the community or go through the schools, Lord, as he grows, Lord, and to share the gospel of Jesus Christ wherever he goes. On On the ball field, Lord, he will be representative, Lord, of the kingdom of God. Lord, we pray your protection over him and that you'll guard his heart, Lord, and you'll guard him physically, Lord. And today, Lord, we just believe that you are ministering to Wyatt, but you will minister through him as well. Lord, and we pray for mom and dad, Lord, today and all of the rest of the family, Lord, as they continue to teach him and he continues to grow into everything that you have for him to be, Lord Jesus, we just pray that they will be strong in their influence. They will be strong, Lord, in their guidance over his life. And Lord, we pray your protection over Wyatt in Jesus' name as we dedicate him to the Lord. Amen and amen. Amen. Can you give Wyatt a big hand today? This morning we're, we, uh, we're going to go to Shane. And, hey Shane, how are you sir? You doing good? Good. You look sharp today. You look sharp today. You want to touch that? See what that is? See, that's, that's oil. Oil is symbolic of Jesus' Holy Spirit working in your life, okay? And we're going to rub just a little bit on your head there like that. And, and if you don't want to take a bath for three days, that's up to your mom and dad to wash it off, but it's, we'll leave that up to them, okay? Alright, so Mr. Shane, we are doing, do you love Jesus? Yes. Do you? Wow, that is, that is an affirmative answer, really. Father, as we anoint Shane and lay our hands on him, Lord, we just believe, God, that you have brought him into this home and, um, you're doing some very special things in his life. Lord, as you, Lord God, um, Lord, are looking down on him, we believe, God, that Shane is special in your sight. Lord, we pray that today, Lord, that your will will be accomplished in every way, in, in all that he does. Lord, whether he preaches, teaches, just an everyday witness for you, Lord. Whatever he does, Lord, let him do it for the glory of God. May he let... Your light shine through His life everywhere He goes, every day of His life. Lord, starting on this very day. And God, I, I, I pray for, I pray for Roy, Lord, and I pray for Judy, Lord, and we just believe, Lord, as you lead and guide them, Lord, as they raise these young men, that Lord, they are going to be, Lord, supreme examples of your righteousness. 
And Lord, they are going to instruct in the ways of the Lord because your word has instructed us to do so. So Lord, we pray that you would bless Shane and bless his family as we dedicate him to the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Mr. Landon. Landon is, uh, Landon is our oldest, uh, candidate this morning. He is 10. Is that right? Yes. 10. That's, that's good. Landon, you love Jesus? Yes. You do? Great. That's awesome. I love hearing that. Landon, as we anoint your head with oil, we anoint it, and in doing so, we dedicate you to the Lord. Lord, we thank you for watching out over Landon these first 10 years of his life. But Lord, we're speaking many more years of your blessing over his life. Lord, he's not too far from coming into teenage years. And Lord, we know that those times can be trying. Those, those times can be difficult. But Lord, we believe, Lord, that your hand is upon Landon and you're watching out over him and you're blessing him. And he too will develop and be everything that you want him to be. Lord, according to what you spoke to the prophet Jeremiah, Lord, you have great plans for us, Lord. And I know that you had plans for Landon long before he ever came into this world. God, you bless him to, to come into this great home. You bless him to be part of, of a family that loves him and keeps him and attends to his every need. And Lord, we know that, Lord, you're just going to continue to grow and to bless his life. Again, we pray for, for Roy and Judy, Lord, as they, Lord, lead and guide Landon, Lord, they are going to teach him your precepts in both the, the Word of God and in the, and in the ways of God. And Lord, that he is growing up quickly and speedily into being the fine young man of God that you want him to be. So Lord, today we take this time and we take this moment to dedicate his life unto the Lord. And Lord Jesus, we praise you, Lord, for bringing both of these young men and this family our way this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So we, we have our, we have our last preemie. And, uh, I think they both came about the same distance or space of time early, right? Yeah, that's, that's sort of, that's sort of very unique, isn't it? That is unique. One's a little girl, one's a little boy. You never know what may happen in life, you know. You know, okay, you know. I hope that both of these children, both, all of these, all, all, all of these candidates, I hope they grow up in the house of the Lord together. So, uh, all five of you come up through children's church. Of course, these two have a little bit of a head start, but, but, uh, that would be, that's so great. Lifelong friends. But today, we're just anointing, uh, Mr. Asher, Mr. Asher Browning. And, uh, I tell you, this, this guy here, he's got his work cut out for him. He's got two y'all older brothers, you know. So, uh, we just pray and I'm not gonna hold him either cause I'm scared to. Okay? But Lord, as we lay our hands on Asher today, we thank you, Lord, that, Lord, that those first few weeks we remember, Lord God, the, the prayers that went up for him as he arrived a bit early. But Lord, you saw him through those days and, and, Lord, he's growing and he's increasing. And Lord, I just believe that today, Lord, you've got great plans for Asher. 
Lord, we believe that today, that as we lay our hands on him to dedicate him, Lord, to you, Lord, he's also being dedicated for your service. Lord, and he will grow up in the admonition and in the plan that you have for him. Lord, like, again, Jeremiah wrote in in his words, in the words of his prophecy, Lord, we find that I have great plans for you, thus saith the Lord. And I believe there's great plans for for Asher, Lord. You're going to increase him. He's going to grow into the man of God that you choose for him to be. And Lord, until he makes that... Uh, that, that, that decision of dedication to you for himself. Lord, you're gonna watch out over him. You're gonna protect him. You're gonna lead him and guide him. And Lord, I pray for, for Haley. I pray for Chase. I pray for his brothers and all of the grandparents and family, Lord, that are gathered today. Lord, as they take part, Lord, they're that village that will raise Asher. And Lord, we as a church family, Lord, as we participate in all of these families' lives, Lord, just give us all the grace and humility that we need. And Lord, let us be sensitive to the needs of one another. And God, bless mom and dad and bless Asher and the brothers. In Jesus' name we pray as we dedicate Asher into your service. We give you glory, honor, and praise. Amen Amen. and amen. Let's give Asher a hand. Now... Here's a certificate of dedication for Miss Avery. And here is a certificate of... I'm missing one, Miss Sarah. Oh, did I hand... Okay, I'm sorry. They were stuck together. you got to watch how things stick together. I was I was reading my Bible one time, and I read that scripture said, And Noah took a wife. And I turned the page, and they stuck together, and it said she was 15 cubits wide and 300 <laughs> cubits long. you got to watch. No, I... Mr. Asher, Certificate of Dedication, and Shane and Landon, your Certificates of Dedication. Let's, listen, let's not only give all of these candidates a hand, but let's give the families a hand for wanting to do this and being here this morning. I appreciate that so much of you guys. Thank you so much for being that, just that, that kind of family. God bless you all. You all can return to your seats. And uh, we just praise the Lord for you. Listen, and any time if you got if you have children that you would like to have dedicated, please let us know. I think it. Listen, uh, it's not one of those services where we're swinging from the chandeliers and running the back of the pews, but it's a very important part of the ongoing, the ongoing purpose and cause of the kingdom of God. So always take time. To, to let us know. And some of you also mentioned that you would like to take membership in Voice of Praise. And we just did that a while back. But hey, that's okay again. And we're also always interested. If you would like to join uh, Voice of Praise Worship Center, let me know. Because I've got some information I'd like to put in your hands.